Welcome back into the great Scott show. I'm Scott Prather. James Butler is here. And as promised, the vice president of intercollegiate athletics, director of athletics, Dr. Brian Maggard from Louisiana in studio with us. He is, uh, looks like he's been up for hours. He's fresh. He's got his coffee. He's got a busy week in front of him. Good morning, Dr. Maggard. How are you? I'm great. Happy Monday to both of you. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. Uh, it's game week. The uh, the Cajuns getting ready to host Texas State this Saturday, but it's also homecoming week. And with that comes a lot of festivities. Um, and also on game day with the 11 a.m. kickoff, I know there was announcements made last week. Um, and it's worth noting again, as Coach Napier has pointed out, as we, that's a Sunbelt ESPN deal. They right. control the kickoff times. And what you guys do is, okay, here we go. It's at 11. Let's start with that. Let's start with game day and sort of work our way back to to, to now. Um, reverse tailgate, bring your kid to the game for free, homecoming. I mean, there are so much stuff surrounding this football game. Just lay it all out for us and why it's going to be a memorable Saturday. Well, I think, first of all, because it's homecoming, right? We need everybody to get back here and uh... – we, we need a sellout. We, we absolutely need a sellout at Cajun Field. We have not had that. And so let's, you know, we're calling for a sellout. We're asking Acadiana to show up again. Been very, very pleased with what we've seen thus far. So, you know, many thanks to all the fans out there for attending the games. But, but on Saturday, we need a sellout. It's going to be a beautiful day. You know, it's going to feel like fall. You're going to be, you know, low 70s for a high. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I think it's time to to get out and, and have fun. But we know that all the gates are going to open up at 7 a.m. So, yes, it's reverse tailgate, but come on out before as well. Just get warmed up. Get warmed up between 7 and 11. Uh, we know that the homecoming parade is going to have a reduced new route, so it's going to start at Blackham and we'll go through Cajun Field. So get get your tailgate set up. You know, Get the, the Bloody Marys and mimosas flowing and uh, just get your position to watch the parade go through. And then, uh, again, just get the – Get a little bit sauced up before the game, but then after that game, plan to tailgate hard. What, what, what time is the parade going to be going through? So the parade actually uh, will go through at the 8th. It starts at 8.30, so probably around 9.30, I think, is maybe when it's going to get through Cajun Field, uh-huh. something like that. So I think if you're in position, you know, by 8.30, 9 o'clock, you should be in good shape. But again, all gates open at uh, 7.00. When you say all gates, you mean to come parking tailgate. gates, yeah, right. parking, right. all your parking, so you can get set. But tailgaters can get set up Friday night. We sure. know that that's a normal force. Same with the RV lot, and then um, obviously everyone there's wants be... to go join the tailgaters. Yeah, everyone absolutely. that gets those invites, that's right. Uh, and then get you, there you, at seven. Russo Park opens up at eight o'clock, right, for Fan Fest, and there will be uh, Buddy Marys and mimosas for sale there. So if you don't have a tailgate spot, you don't want to mess with bringing anything. Just come out to Russo Clock. And then don't forget, uh, there's always um, free general mission parking over at the Light Center. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be affordable, and uh, it's homecoming. And then after the game, uh, Cajuns, how are our fans going to celebrate a victory afterwards? Well, so after that uh, victory, uh, just get back out to your tailgate. We're going to have uh, Cupid, the live band under the oak tree. He'll start up uh, right after the game and just come out, hang out, have a good time. The student tailgate will be taking place as well. Students can certainly come over and listen to the band if they want to. They're going to have a DJ and some things going on there. But, uh, you know, just come out afterwards, but plan on sticking around. It's going to be a victory celebration. Connect with old friends, connect with current friends, and just come out and hang out on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. How much has moving the student tailgate in your mind helped with 
student attendance. Immensely, immensely. But, you know, a lot of credit really goes to our student support organization. You know, what we learned is, is we really needed an organic push, mm-hmm. um, you know, from our student body. So our student leaders, you know, our SGA uh, leadership have done a fantastic job over the past couple of years in, of really getting the student body engaged. So credit goes to them. But I think moving that tailgate over to the practice fields really close to the stadium was a huge, huge help. ESPN Lafayette, I'm Scott Prather. Dr. Brian Maggard is in studio, UL homecoming games at 11 a.m., but there's so much more happening around the game. What about the rest of homecoming schedule this week and things that certainly, I know students are probably more tied in, but 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 fans and folks in the community can can really get involved in and sink their teeth in? Well, I think as you alluded to, Scott, you know, tomorrow you got Paint the Town Red, right? And I think you and Kerry uh, and many others are going to be in an RV driving around, That's right. and so that that should be a fun time. I'm excited, and then uh, but let's back up one day, you know, from Saturday, and that is Friday night, the 29th. We will have our uh, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, University of Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame induction, and we've got four amazing individuals, you know, getting inducted that evening, and so that's going to be a big night for us. We'll be at Rousseau Park, and certainly, you know, uh, a headliner will, will be um, Coach Robichaux, you know, being. Uh, being inducted, and, and so his family will be there to represent him, along with Paul Bacco, Ashley Bregnack, and uh, and Phil Deedy. So yeah. it's going to be a great, great evening on Friday night, and then it'll be bright and early because all those folks will be in the parade as well, and then uh, they'll be at the game. They'll be recognized at the game uh, during halftime, but it's going to be, again, a, a fun Friday night. And then the university, you just go to the university website or go to RagingCajuns.com, and, and the entire week schedule is there. But I think tomorrow's going to be a big one with the paint the town red. It's awesome. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, it's going to culminate on Saturday. A lot happening between now and then for students, for alumni. Get out to the game Saturday. Get out early, as Dr. Maggard said. The parade going to take off from Blackham at 8.30. Going to go around Cajun Field. Um, kick off uh, just after 11 a.m. Um, and uh, like you said, they're, they're, they're vying for a sellout. Tailgate afterwards, enjoy it. Cupid will be there. James Butler will be doing the Cupid Shuffle. I'm most likely yeah, absolutely, and, uh, <clears throat> and that'll, be, that'll be the price of your ticket. I promise you. <laughs> and I'd definitely be there six thirty a.m. Six thirty. Six thirty. Excellent. Just, just, just because you're a state trooper, you're going to bypass the gate. Be like, uh, let the, me in. No, come on, Scott. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Come on, man. I, I'll be there as a fan. All right. Well, I mean, you said gates open at 7, so you should be waiting by I'll, the gate. I'll be waiting I by got the you. gate. He's going to be in line. I got He's you. going to be there the first go. in line. I love I, it. I believe it. We need, need 10,000 more with that attitude. That's awesome. ESPN uh, Lafayette. Scott Prather, James Butler in studio with me this morning. Dr. Brian Maggard here as well. Dr. Maggard, um, since the last time we talked, some of the conference realignment things yes. we discussed have heated up quite a bit. Um, when we had talked, it was... I think you had said that y'all just had a meeting the night before you and the other ADs and some university presidents of Sunbelt schools and felt like y'all were going to stand firm. Um, now reports are Southern Miss going to get an invite, um, uh, a number of other schools as well, Marshall, James Madison, to name a few. And, you know, there's just fans are obviously having fun with it. I know that there's no love lost between some fans here and some fans in Ruston, but as as um, I, I guess, let me ask you this, Doctor Maggard: How much has the Sun Belt improved as as a whole, as a as an athletic conference, just in your time here? Oh, I think it's been immensely improved. I think you know what you're seeing us do, and particularly in the sport of football, right? And that's what's elevated the profile of the Sun Belt is, you know, how we're competing in that sport and and how we're finishing in the CFP and amongst a group of five. That's what's uh, 
being that's been the game changer, I think, from a national platform standpoint. And we knew when when this uh, landscape shift was about to occur that we were in a great position as a league, right? We knew that there was no really no concern that anybody was going to be enticed, you know, to go anywhere else because we really believe in what we have going on, you know, in the Sun Belt, particularly from a competitive standpoint and from a regionality standpoint. And any changes that you might see this week happen officially are just going to continue to bolster the competitiveness and the regionality aspect of the Sun Belt Conference. How much can you publicly comment on when things haven't been officially set? I mean, can you are you allowed to kind of comment on some of the headlines? You know, I, I only asked before I would. Yeah, you know, I, I want to ask you something that you would have to go ahead and say. Well, I can't really comment right. on. I think, you know, out of respect to the other institutions, you're going to let them be the first to get out in front of things and, and make some announcements. But uh, I would just tell people to have their eyes and ears open. There you go. So um, multiple reports are that the Sun Belt will invite James Madison, Marshall, Southern Miss, and Old Dominion. Once some things are official, as uh, Dr. Maggard put it, he can comment further. I do think when you are able to strengthen your conference and weaken that of an opponent, um, I guess it's kind of the best of both worlds. It, it may sound callous to some, but that's the nature of business. And when it comes to um, sports, when it comes to conferences, you know, for many it is a business. And I, I, I just, I feel like when you first arrived here, maybe one of the first conversations we had, Jay and I talked to you at the old athletic complex and just talking about different goals. And it was, hey, look, the Sun Belt, you know, if there's an opportunity to maybe improve the program, if it means going somewhere else, if that opportunity ever presented itself, you know, that's that's certainly on the table. And folks can read into that the way they want. I read into it as, hey, look, if if whether – maybe not necessarily Kusa, but somebody called and you had yourself in a position, but that was sort of looking at the Sun Belt then and just looking at it now. And as you said, Dr. Maggard, football has driven it, but – it's uh, it's just in a totally different place. And some of these reported additions, if they do happen, it's not just football that improves, though. I'll just put right. it that way. Uh, I, I I just feel like it's it's come a long way, and I remember a time when the Sun Belt was, in terms of group of five and football, um, the bottom feeder. And that's not the case anymore. When you look at the group of five now, it's uh, arguably, once some of these things are done, it, at the top. And I don't... Folks can debate one way or another, but as as James Butler would tell you, there are some things that are just facts. That's and right. um, it's, I don't know, I imagine, I, I know you can't comment a ton. I just imagine it's it's an exciting time right now. It really is. I mean, I think we're all, you know, the entire membership right now is very excited about our future moving forward and the direction we're heading. You know, we, we continued. And, and again, let me go back and say, when CEOs and ADs were meeting, our intent was never to, to weaken somebody else. It was just, how are we going to strengthen ourselves? And that was our motivator and our driver. You know, do we have an opportunity to continue to strengthen and grow the brand of the Sunbelt Conference? And had that been through addition or just staying put, you know, we were open to, to whatever, but we did know that staying together as a, as a membership was really the most important thing. And then certainly, you know, as you looked and evaluated other programs that might have an interest, right, in in, in coming our way, we just, uh, you know, really analyzed that closely. And to your point, Scott, you know, the Diamond Sports are really important to the Sunbelt Conference. We know that, right? Basketball is important to the Sunbelt Conference. And so, um, you know, as we looked to make invitations and or have dialogue with other institutions, those were the 
the factors. But it wasn't, I want people to know, it wasn't about trying to weaken somebody else. It was merely, can we strengthen ourselves through the appropriate addition of schools? Sure. Um, you mentioned basketball. 73-68, they fell last night in exhibition to a preseason team that's going to, I think, rank 14th against Alabama. Um <clears throat> Your thoughts on on Coach Marlin's squad and what they they did last night? Stout. I was watching, uh, you know, through the the stat game ticker, and uh, you know, we led at halftime. We were in it the entire time, and just you know, I think just there to kind of end is when that when they separated a little bit. But very pleased with that. I'm really not surprised. I'll be honest with you. Um, again, now I have not had a chance to to watch much of practice of late, but I can just tell you, you know, when you walk through our building and you see our men's basketball team, <clears throat> excuse me, they look like men. There's a different look, and even our returning guys, they just they look different. And I think you know a lot of that's attributed to uh, you know our new strength coach Oliver Houston in the weight room. But um, it's going to be a fun, fun, dynamic year, <clears throat> and I think people need to make sure they get their season tickets. How are season ticket sales right now for uh, for men's and women's basketball? We had about an 85 to 88 percent renewal rate, which is fantastic. So that just got us right under 2,000 season tickets. So now they're open to the general public. And again, I would just encourage people to, to get those season tickets. This is going to be a dynamic team to watch. And if you are a college basketball fan, you're going to enjoy watching Raging Cajun basketball. ESPN 1420, ESPN Lafayette. I'm Scott Prather, James Butler in here, Dr. Maggard. We've had conversations uh, last year, maybe a little this year. When you have a coach like Billy Napier, his name's out there constantly. Um, Power Five schools, hey, you read various pundits' articles everywhere. Billy Napier, he's a great guy for the job. He should be interviewed for this. Um, it started, again, with LSU's announcement. And, and, and Napier was asked about it, and he said, look, I haven't been contacted or anything. But I know you, when it comes to this, you've always had a communication process between you, the president, between Billy. Um, has it heated up more in the last two weeks, just with the name floating out there? Or is it? Just kind of business as usual. Is it always sort of just the same standard protocol, yeah, if that yeah, makes sense? It has not heated up. I'll tell you that right now. That does not mean there's not dialogue going on, you know, whether it's over in Baton Rouge or wherever. But um, it, it's, it's absolutely been business as usual. And that's one thing that uh, Coach is really good about. You know, he, he stays focused. He does not let distractions get in his way whatsoever. Um, but, no, there, there's been no heat, I would say, you know, right now. And certainly – you know, if there's any opportunity, and Coach and I have talked about this, if there's any opportunity that he wants or is very interested in, I'm always going to be supportive of that. Do I want him to leave? Absolutely not. You know, I, th- I think we can – we've started to and we can really finish and create a dynasty here. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that. But at the same time, I understand that there may be an opportunity that one day presents itself that he he's going to be uh, very interested in. And, and certainly great things happen to great people, and he's one of those. And so should it happen, and that's something he wants – you know, I'd do everything I could to support him in that endeavor. But as always, my goal is to keep him here to be our head coach for as long as possible. Yeah, do everything you do to do that as well. And when you say dialogue heating up, you just mean others in other places speculating. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Behind-the-scenes dialogue with you or others. And I, I just wanted to clarify that because I know how some listeners – Correct, no, no. It. That's It's just out the, the, the talk right. that's out there. And it, it'll – It's going to continue it until – It will continue. Until Scott Wardwood makes an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe another one. But that's that's part of what comes with having success. And, that's, right. Um, that's right. You know, he's, yeah. uh, he's we'll, done a heck of a job. And we'll take that any day. Sure, absolutely. Right. Much it's better than the alternative. He's so. the alternative. That is right. Dr. Maggard. 
Uh, do you have anything else you want to add before we let you uh, run, Dr. Maggot? I know it's a busy week for you, but uh, homecoming week. Yeah, I just want to encourage people, please come out, right? You know, there's there's very affordable tickets, free parking. It's going to be a great, great day. But, you know, uh, with the McDonald's family four-pack, you know, tickets are $12.50 each to come watch really what's a top 25 football team, right? We, you know, that's that's why Right on are. the outside. Right on the edge. They're, so, they're going to be there. And, um, you know, we've got a, a day full of great events, but be out there on Cajun Field Footprint, come out, watch the parade from that, right? Then just stick around, hang out for an hour and a half great afterwards. Weather. Great weather. You know, just have some good food, some good beverage prior to the game. And then after that game, after we beat the Bobcats, just plan on kind of hanging out on the footprint at Cajun Field Saturday afternoon because, one, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day, right? The temperature is going to be just perfect. And have your tailgate ready, and uh, let's just have a great time and celebrate our alumni coming home and our football team getting a victory. Speaking of alumni, what a, a former alum like James Butler over there, a former football player, what does alums like that mean to the lifeblood of a program moving forward? Well, they're everything because, you know, it's it's upon us to to make sure that we are intentional about reaching out and staying in touch, right? We've got to keep our alumni engaged. If we don't, then shame on us, right? And I, I think industry-wide, you know, that's some that's an area that still always needs to be improved. I think at times we get so focused on the here and now and, and, and you know the current student athletes, which you got to focus on. But but uh, listen, the, the the former letter winners, right? They're critically important to an athletics department. We need them engaged. We need to get them involved, and not just ask for stuff, but make sure that they know that they're welcome back each and every week, each and every competition. They need to know that they've got a home to come to whenever they want to. And then hopefully in time, you know, when they start becoming successful in their own uh, endeavors. You know, then they can give back to the institution that gave them so much as well. But it's really incumbent upon us to make sure that we are making them feel very welcome at all times. Dr. Maggard has been our guest, VP of Intercollegiate Direct, Athletic Director. Athletic Director. There you Dr. go. Dr. Brian Maggard has uh, been our guest. Dr. Maggard, I appreciate the time, man. All the best, and I'll be seeing you this week. Okay. Thank you, Scott. James, thank you much. And, uh, thank you, Dr. Maggard. Good luck with judging tomorrow. Keep, yeah, keep that one judge in line if you would. Uh, I I I just take notes from her. Perfect. Just you know, she's 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 better at it than me. I do, I do the I'm, same thing. I'm honored to do it. Uh, I was able to do it a few years ago. I had a blast. Yeah, and, it's uh, fun. I can't wait to do it again. All right. Thank you guys very Thank much. Thank you. That is uh, Dr. Brian Maggard, James Butler in here for just a few more minutes before we uh, wrap up this edition of the Great Scott Show. How you feeling, James? Feeling great. Feeling great? Is it definitely? Gonna be at the tailgate at six thirty, like I said. Okay. I definitely appreciate there being festivities after. That's one thing I was concerned about. But being that there are things to do afterward, that's big time to me because that improves the engagement. And definitely me as a fan, you know, I want to stick around as long as possible. I want to, you know, there's former teammates that are going to be around that I want to meet with you know, and stuff like that. I want to hang out with my family and, and still be in that environment. So that's that's awesome, man. I, I was That was great to hear. You get to hang out all day with family and friends and former teammates. And is your son, how's your son moving? Is he walking around? Running. Running? running so you're yes. going to be teaching him the Cupid Shuffle? or <laughs> Going to be doing that. I'm probably going to be doing a lot of chasing too. Throwing the football around, you know. How's his hands? Uh, Not quite there yet. I'm trying to make him be a quarterback, though. I don't want him to be a receiver. There you go. You know, so he can he can sling it. Yeah, you definitely. just want someone to throw you the football at all no, times. No, no, Scott. How no. hard is it for? Honestly, this is a real question. 
when you're on the sideline for a game in uniform, not football, state trooper, mm-hmm. and you've got to be stoic and sit there unless something is you know comes near the coach. If a ball's thrown to the sideline, does like muscle memory kick in? Do you <laughs> like does. try to just go it up does. and get it? No, it's like you you literally have to stop yourself from <laughs> like catching it because you know you have to remain professional and you have to you know stay in that mindset. But man, I'm gonna tell you, it's it's definitely hard. He's sitting there just fighting the urge. Yeah, man. Self control. You got the campaign hat on, and you know you know if you get out of control, it's coming off, and it's just gonna be uh, it's, it's too much. All right. So your prediction tonight, Saints win 45 to 10. You're sticking with it? 45 to 10, yep. 27, Seahawks 19. That's actually, that's a good, that's a good realistic pick. Realistic? Realistic. Are you suggesting yours isn't? I thought it was a fact. Listen, you always say that I'm too emotional. So I'm just acknowledging the fact while we're getting off that I might be, that might be a little emotion that's, in my prediction. I'll take that. Also, a little bit of hope because I, I know you said no one cares about my fantasy football team. No but one I, cares. I have three no people playing tonight, no and I need, I need 45 points. Okay, that's great. No okay. one cares. I, I'm just saying. Except the people in your league. How you know Leroy don't care? He might care. Aren't you Leroy? I didn't even I, learn I, that today. Everyone's Leroy. That's your alias. Apparently, you're Leroy, too. So we're hey, all Leroy. Leroy. All right, that's it for the Great Scott Show. I'm a man, Lynn Burton, filling in tomorrow. I will be back Wednesday. Jay Walker will be with me part of Wednesday. Going to work on a couple of other big guests I'm trying to line up. It's homecoming week. As Dr. Maggard said, uh, just an absolutely illustrious Hall of Fame class going in Friday. A lot happening. Looking forward to it. I'll talk to you guys all week. Greeny's next. This is ESPN Lafayette.